Oh yeah, it is time to bring it down with Rita. One thing that I see time and time again is that when it comes to taking action in your business, there's an awful lot of panic and not enough disco. And that happens because there are so many ways to do so many things. If you aren't intentional with your time, then you're gonna find yourself in this never-ending loop of doing the hustle. And the hustle, I mean, that's pretty old school. And while there's so much info on what you should do and why you should do it, barely anyone is showing you how to. So in these Break It Down episodes, I take a concept or a strategy and give you step-by-step instructions on doing it. A little bit of why, and a whole lot of how, and that is a promise. These episodes are designed to be focused and short so that you can implement it all today. Because we all know it is action that ultimately creates results. Get ready to get your groove on because it is time to break it down. Today, I am giving you the skinny on goal setting. But not just setting goals, how to set goals in a way that makes it simple to take consistent action so that you achieve anything that you want because the issue often lies in showing up for our goal consistently. Now, if you want a bit more of the why, as in why I'm suggesting these steps, why this process, then take a minute and check out episodes 50 and 51. Because today, today is all about the how. So if you have a sheet of paper, then great. You can hit pause and complete the steps as we go. Or it's just as easy to work through it all mentally, whatever is best for you. But either way, by the end of this episode, you will have a quick, fun, and simple process to use so that you step further into a business and a life that fires you up. Doesn't that sound good? So let's jump right into it. So step one is to actually not set a goal. It's to take a pause and it's to do a little bit of pre-work. So don't just dive in to setting a goal. Oftentimes people set goals based on what I call linear thinking. So that means this is where I am, so the next step would be this. And they don't really stop to think, is that really what I want? Do I really want to walk in a straight line? But that's because all of our life, right, we're pretty much raised to follow a line. Like you go to kindergarten, you go to school, you go to high school, you graduate high school, you go to college. After college, you get your entry-level job, and then you get a promotion, and then, you right, it's just like one thing after another after another that's in this, like, linear forward moving line. But instead, I want you to pause. I want you to make sure that the goal that you're setting is leading you to a destination that you're really going to love. And this is why I love Power Sheets. So if you guys have not checked out Power Sheets yet, then head to the link in my show notes. It's my affiliate link. I am not an affiliate for anything other than Power Sheets. And that's only because I am an avid PowerSheets user myself. It is why I have achieved every single goal that I have ever set. You guys have heard me talk about PowerSheets if you listen to this podcast a million times to Sunday, and you're going to hear me talk about it a million times more. But if you don't know, just click, check it out in the show notes. But I love PowerSheets because before you can ever set a goal that's actionable, 
Power Sheets has you go deep around what really matters most to you. So if you haven't worked through this or a process like this, take time to really go through the process. That's a little more than this podcast episode provides for. But for today, this is what we're going to do. I want you to kind of ask yourself these questions. What will matter when I'm 80 years old? What's going to matter? What won't matter? Where do I want to be one year from now? So where do I want to be one year from whatever the date is that you're listening to this podcast? And how did I get there? Let's assume that where you want to be, you get there. How did you get there? What did you have to do to go from where you are now to where you want to be in a year? And what do you just overall want more of in your life? And what do you want less of? in your life. So by way of an example, I'm going to take you through a goal of mine for 2021. So I'm going to use this process step by step, having an example that is a personal goal of mine for 2021. So when I asked myself those same questions, here's what I came up with. What will matter when I'm 80 is how I made people feel. How did I make people feel? Also, my mental and my physical health will matter a lot. I mean, it matters a lot every day, right? But it'll matter a lot when I'm 80. The lives that I impacted, the people that I inspired, and the ripple effects that occurred from that, that's going to matter. Financial security is going to matter. My relationship with my husband, my relationship with other family members and friends, that matters. But what isn't going to matter when I'm 80 years old? Things like the way my Instagram feed looked or how my hair looked on a Facebook Live or what my voice sounded like on a podcast episode. Also, what's not going to matter is what other people are doing when I'm 80. I'm not really going to care what other people are doing. So then I asked myself, well, where do I want to be one year from now? I want to be traveling more. I mean, we are, full disclosure, I know you're not really supposed to date podcast episodes necessarily, but right now we're still in the time of COVID-19. We're in the corona time. We are in restricted travel time. There aren't a lot of in-person events. And so in my vision for next year, one year from now, I sure do hope that I am traveling a lot more, traveling with my husband, meeting new people, traveling for fun, traveling for work, combining it all, seeing new places, experiencing new things. I definitely see myself speaking at in-person events, big stages, big audiences, really energetic and feeling the energy of everybody in the room and just everything that comes along with it. So that made me feel like I see being healthy. I see feeling vibrant and having a lot of personal energy. One year from now, I want to be celebrating massive client wins. I want my clients to just keep on rocking it and achieving win after win. And we are just celebrating and celebrating. And I'm inspiring more people and helping people really step into their business in bigger ways than ever. And I see just a lot of social things in my future in a year, being social with friends and family and Chuck and with the people I'm meeting at these conferences and with people I'm meeting in my travels and with my clients. So I I really spent time envisioning what I'm doing a year from now. And then I said, well, how did I get there? Now, there were a lot of things I answered, but I don't have time in this episode to tell you all of them. But how I got there really was by implementing more group coaching because 
I really draw energy from people. And when I have a great group that has come together for six months or more to move their business forward, to support each other, just the energy from that kind of group gives me so much energy. So group coaching gives me energy. It also helps me leverage my time while allowing me to help more people, which increases the impact that I have, which provides the space that I need for the traveling and for the speaking and for everything that I talked about. So really, at the end of the day, what I kept circling was group coaching, group coaching. And it also tied into what I needed more or less of. So when I answered that question. It was, I needed less screen time, more in-person time. I needed less kind of admin work and more just being with people. I needed um, less like of my schedule being completely full. And I wanted more space so that I was able to even take my business and my life to the next level. So all of this lined up for group coaching. Group coaching provides for all of those things. So then I have a mastermind group. It's called the Six Figure CEO Mastermind Group. It's a six-month group, and uh, basically it comes open for registration. Well, obviously, it's a six-month group. I mean, it doesn't always – let me just caveat this. It does not always come open for registration because a lot of times the members will renew. And so it's actually very rarely been open for registration. So only a few new people have ever gotten into the mastermind because the current members love it so much they come back over and over again, right? But the focus of the Six Figure CEO Mastermind this year morphed to being a focus on sales because I have a program that helps with the foundations of business, your audience and your message and your niche and and your pricing and your packaging and your sales flow and and how you're going to build awareness and how you nurture relationships and all of that, right? Marketing, everything. Like I have a program for that. And then I noticed that when I was having private clients, when people were hiring me for private coaching, what they really wanted the most focus on was the mindset and the actions and going deeper in sales and really stepping into sales in a way that allowed them to change lives, not just their lives, but the lives of their clients and the lives of their customers. So I kind of took note of that. And this year, I really made the group focus on sales, sales and mindset and um, just taking your business in in a deeper direction that way. And the goal now, the goal that I'm starting to flesh out is to expand that container and to offer more groups. So by doing the pre-work, I say group coaching really needs to expand. Right now, I just have one group. I have Uh, private clients, I have one mastermind group, and I have my foundational program. So really the goal, what this goal is starting to morph into and look like, is to change my business model. Because right now, the business model is created in a way that people go through the foundational course, and then the next step is private coaching with me to take it deeper, to really implement it, to go deeper, and then go into a mastermind group that up until this year was kind of a a catch-all mastermind group, like a general mastermind group, people coming together, masterminding around challenges and their business in general. And that still happens, right? That still happens. But really, my goal now is to change my model, to have people go from the foundational course into 
the mastermind that will help them take all of the foundations and then really just excel when it comes to sales, to really love it and embrace it and understand it and feel comfortable with it and sell more. And from there, go into private. So what that really means is fewer private clients and more group clients. And that will allow me to both go deeper with impacting people that need that help, that need that support with sales, while going deeper with the few private clients I have, because I will only have a handful, and I will have the space and the time to really push up my sleeves and be a true partner in my private client's business by reducing the number of private coaching clients I have, and then expanding the number of group coaching clients I have because of the way that groups work, I will have more time to also impact them and impact them in a meaningful way. So that will allow for all of the other things that I'm envisioning, the speaking and the travel, more impact, more people, more energy, more social. So hopefully you can see how I went through the process. Now, I'll be honest, if I had not gone through this, this would not be a goal that I'm working on in 2021. I had a lot of other goals. It was just kind of like get more private clients and do more podcast episodes, right? But because I did the pre-work, it opened up something that showed me this matters. This is the thing that I really need to focus on. So that's what I want you to do. Ask yourself those questions and then see what comes up and see how that might morph into a goal that is taking you to a destination that you are going to love. And now we move on to step two, where we actually set the goal and we create an action plan to achieve it. So the first thing that you're going to write down is what is the goal? But I want to make sure that you're wording the goal in a positive way. So here's what I mean. Oftentimes, we have goals that have a positive purpose, but we're wording that goal in a negative way. So a lot of people say, you know, I want to get out of debt. I would like to get out of debt. That's a positive thing to eliminate debt, but it's worded in a negative way because you're focused on what you don't want. You don't want debt. But now the focus of the goal is on the word debt. Even though it's to eliminate debt, get out of debt, all that you're going to say here, see, is the word debt, meaning all that's going to be around you is debt. What we focus on is what we attract, right? What we focus on expands. So you really want to focus on what you want, not what you don't want. So, for example, when people tell me that they want to uh, get out of debt, I say, okay, so you would like to accumulate wealth because by default, when you're accumulating wealth, you're decreasing your debt, you're getting out of debt. So when we focus on what we want and not what we don't want, we are more likely to achieve it. It's the same thing with health, right? People say, I want to lose weight, but then you're focused on what you don't want, which is the weight. Instead, you want to get healthy. And then right, it expands all of the ways that you can even reach that goal. So I just want to make sure that when you have your goal, that you're making sure that it's focused on the thing that you want and not worded in a way to talk about what you don't want. And then you're going to ask, well, why does it matter? Why does this goal matter? Remind yourself, you just did it in the pre-work. So this should be really easy. And then I want you to answer how you'll know that you're making progress. Now, we're going to talk in step three about measuring progress. But how will you know that you're making progress? What are the milestones? Are there different milestones? And do those milestones perhaps suggest that this goal should be broken down into smaller goals? What are all the steps when you know what the goal clearly is? What are all of the steps, all the tiny baby steps, every little tiny thing you need to do that you know of? 
to make this goal happen and order them chronologically. So I'm going to give you Again, an example using the example that I shared in step one. So my goal is to change my business model. It's to expand group coaching to reduce the number of private clients I take so that I can go deeper with private clients. I can serve more people in an area that really needs support, that people are looking for support and help around. And I can have more capacity for that, allowing myself to have bigger impact there as well. And it matters because how I make people feel is ultimately what's important to me. And this will allow me to go deeper with all of my clients. And also, the impact that I have on people is important, and this is going to allow me to impact more people. And then my time is important. Time for my husband, time for my friends, time for my health, and this will allow that to happen. Now, I'll know I'm making progress because my schedule is going to change. (laughs) My schedule is going to have more time. It's going to feel different. I will know from the number of private clients that I'm serving and how many groups I'm running. I will know from the feedback that I receive from my clients around how they're feeling as they step into my new business model. I'll know because I'll have more energy. My energy will increase. I will also know that I'm making progress because groups will start to fill with more ease. So those are all the ways that I'll know that I'm making progress towards this. Now, when I asked myself, could this actually be broken down into a smaller goal? The answer is yes. Like this whole changing my business model, going to more groups, uh, reducing private clients and changing how I work with them. Those are that's one big, huge goal. That's really the combination of multiple tiny goals. So my smaller goal is just to create the schedule and set the numbers, meaning how many groups am I going to be running and how many private client spots am I going to have and how is that all going to work and when is everything going to be scheduled? So then when I start brainstorming out every little action step, here are some that came up. Map out my life first, meaning you guys know what I do. I take my schedule, I look at my month, my year, I look at my year, my months, my quarters, my days, and I say, when do I not want to be working? And I block that off first, right? I block off my life first. I don't want to be working here. I want to be taking a trip personally here. I want to be taking lunch hours here. I want my morning routine here. I want to go to this aerobics class over here. I want to, and I block all of that out. And then I can see what I'm left with in terms of scheduling for my business. It's like I block my life out and then I make decisions for my business based on what's left. So I need to map out my life first. Then that will let me see what is my availability in my business for clients? If I block out, you know, 25 hours worth of personal stuff in a week, how many hours did that leave me for my actual business? And out of that, how many hours do I have for client work, right? So I need to see what is my availability for clients. Then I can create a structure and the logistics of the group. So how frequently will my group masterminds meet? How, what are the lessons like? What's the content? What's the commitment from me? What's the commitment from them? What, uh, what hours, how long will each session be? Um, how many members would I feel could actually be impacted positively? What's the number where it starts getting too saturated, too many members for people to actually have a positive experience. So I'll be able from the time that I see that I have, after I then map out how I want the mastermind group to go, then I can say how many groups can I run? Like here's what I want my mastermind group to really look like and feel like. Here's my availability for my business and for client work. What does this mean, right, for how many groups I can run? How many spaces for private clients do I have based on the way 
I want to work with private clients. So then I can say, well, what's my income goal? I need to revisit my income goal for 2021 and say, here's my income goal. Here's how many groups I can run. Here's how many private coaching spots I can have. So what does that mean for any final tweaks to my pricing, to the logistics of my business model? And then the last question is kind of, well, what does that mean for my goals for my program, right? My program is called The Most Important Thing. That's a foundational program that really helps you if you're not making the money that you want or having the experience that you want in your business, like go through that program. <laughs> I think you guys have heard me talk about it on this podcast before. Every single person that's gone through that program, and they were all at different stages, they were uh, just starting a business all the way to 16 years in business, have said that that program helped them start achieving every single goal that they wanted to achieve in their business. Right. But that program is the starter point for people to work with me. So what does that mean for goals for that program if a lot of my mastermind members are going to come from that program? If my private clients are going to come from the mastermind, like it allows me to see now what are my actual goals for registration for the year? So those were just some of the steps that came up, right? And I was able to list them all out. And then I can take each one separately. And some of these I can even break down even more. But hopefully you get the idea and you'll know what to do now for your step two to set the goal and the action plan that will allow you to do that. We're going to move on, though, to talk about how do you measure this all? How do you really implement these actions and how do you measure them? So step three is about measuring progress and celebrating, and celebrating is my favorite thing. So the first thing that I do whenever I have any goal is to set a celebration for when the goal is achieved. So for this, right, it would be after I completely know what my new business model is going to be, I have time mapped out on my schedule for it, I have all the logistics for my new mastermind groups, everything all laid out. Like, how am I going to celebrate? I could plan a trip. I could plan a spa day. I could do whatever I want to do, right? The, the question for this is, what do you want to do? That goal that you just set all of the actions for, when that whole goal is achieved, what's the celebration that you want to have? And I often set it ahead of time. So like I'll make reservations. If I say it's going to be a spa day, I'll call the spa and I will set my reservation for the day that I know that I want to be celebrating that, right? So often by setting the celebrations ahead of time, making reservations, buying refundable tickets, whatever you want to do, you're really sending a signal to yourself and to everyone, the universe and everybody. I'm achieving this goal because I've already got my celebration set, right? But then also have celebrations ready for each step you take. You guys know that I believe that, yes, yeah, celebrating achieving a goal is important. But what's even more important is celebrating every step that you took to reach the goal. Because a goal is nothing more than the byproduct of the steps that you take to reach that goal. That's what needs to be celebrated each and every step you take. One of my favorite ways to do that that I've shared before with you is to have a celebrations jar where I just write out all kinds of ways that I could celebrate taking an action. It could be uh, going to bed early, taking a bubble bath in the middle of the day, or ordering a magazine subscription, buying a new book, texting a friend, going to have a drink with someone, ordering a bottle of wine that I really want, like um, reading a book for fun. Um, whatever it is, it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. It doesn't have to take a lot of time. But I have a jar that's full of little sheets of paper that just have all of these different ideas written on them. And then when I take an action from my action plan, after that action's been taken, I pull a celebration from the celebrations jar and that's what I do. So you want to set something up like that. So take some time and say, what's the big celebration when you reach your goal? But what are some 
mini celebrations. What are some celebrations that you can take um, when you're taking each action, when you're taking each action towards your goal? Okay, so now we know what the actions are. We know how you're going to celebrate them. But like, how often are you going to take these actions? This is the consistency part. This is where most people fall down on their goals. They know what they want to achieve and they know the actions that they need to achieve them, but they do not have a way of visually measuring that they're taking the actions, the progress on the actions, the actions and the progress towards the goal. They don't have a way to remind themselves how frequently, how often, and oftentimes they'll get to the end of the month and be like, man, I didn't do anything towards that goal. I guess now that goal is going to roll over to the next month or the month can get away from you. (laughs) The day can get away from you, right? So it's really important that you have a way to measure the progress that you're taking. So the way that I do this is to ask for each action that you listed in step two, how frequently do you take that action? Meaning, do you take that action every single day? Is it a daily action? Do you take that action every single week? Is it a weekly action? Do you take that action monthly? Or is that something that you do not daily and not weekly? It's just going to happen over the course of the month. So like, there might be something where you're like, you know what, I'm going to do this thing every single day. I'm going to I'm going to take this action, you know, from nine o'clock to 10 o'clock every day. But it could also be, you know what, I'm just going to kind of do this over the course of the month. I don't know exactly what day. I don't know exactly what time, but I'm just going to work on it over the course of the month. And by the end of the month, it's going to be done. Right. So that's that's what you need to do with all of the actions that you came up with in step two. Categorize them under daily, weekly or monthly. This is why I love power sheets, because each month already has a list for you, a blank piece of paper, well, not a blank piece of paper, but a piece of paper that is ready for you to plug in your actions in this way, under monthly, under weekly, under daily, with ways to uh, shade in your monthly progress, to check off your weekly progress, to check off your daily progress, right? And it's just one sheet of paper. So you're able to keep that with you everywhere you go, keep it in sight, keep it in mind. And when you're looking at it every day, you're going to be like, wow, I haven't shaded anything in under that monthly item, or I haven't checked off that box yet this week, or wow, I went a week and I didn't check off that box and I should check off that box, right? So keeping it in front of you is really important. So again, if you haven't checked out Power Sheets, Go to the link in my show notes and check them out. But that, whatever you do, you want to keep it simple. You want to keep it on one sheet of paper. Uh, Take a photo of it. Put it on your phone. Create a digital version of it, whatever you need to do. But then keep it multiple places. Print it out by your computer. Print it out by your coffee pot. uh, Keep it on your phone. But as you measure progress, you want to be sure you're updating that wherever you post this. So have a visual way that you are physically measuring the progress. So what what I mean by shading in the monthly progress, let's say that I have a goal to, I don't know, I'm just going to say read three books, right? Read three books this month. I could make that a daily goal, meaning every single day I'm going to read a book until I've read all three books. Or I can make that a weekly goal, like every week I'm going to read until I've read all three books. Or I could just have that as a monthly, right? So the daily and the weekly is easy because I can check it off when it's done. But the monthly, it would just be every time I pick up a book and I read it, right, I'm going to be shading it in. Maybe I take the monthly progress bar and I divide it into thirds so that I can shade in for one book, I can shade in for book two, I can shade in for book three. 
But the idea is every time I touch a book, I need to shade in that bar so that I know I'm making progress on it. So that's what I want you to do. Take some time to create some kind of sheet, some kind of digital or a tangible physical way that you are taking those actions from step two and putting them under the right category so you know how frequently you want to be taking it. If it is a weekly Pick the day of the week that you want to take it if that's important. If you need a time attached to it for daily, pick the time. Write that there, right? So take a minute and do that. And now you have your celebrations, you have your steps, and you have a way to measure progress, meaning you are more likely to be consistent for everything that you're doing. But we're about to take that to the next level with step four. But before we go there, let me share with you my example to keep going, right? Now, a lot of my actions that I listed out under step two happen to just be monthly, right? I'm going to map out my life. Well, I'm not going to map out my life every single day. I'm not going to take the whole month to do that. I'm not going to do it every week. I'm probably going to get that done in a day, right? Just one day. So I would put that under monthly. Um, really understanding my available time for clients. Again, that's going to be something that I'll probably figure out in a day. So that would go under monthly. Now, Really, pretty much every single step that I listed is a monthly item. But I want to give you an example of what this might look like. So the future of this, right, will be to market the group coaching that I'm doing. So maybe the way I market it, under weekly, I have newsletters. Send out a newsletter every week. That would come under weekly. Maybe it's record a podcast episode. That would come out under weekly. But maybe I also have ask someone every day if they want to be in my mastermind group, extend an offer to someone every day. That would be under daily. So maybe I would put sales activity daily. I would put newsletter weekly. And maybe I have a goal for five members in the mastermind group. So I would put that under monthly. And every time I get a member to register for the mastermind group, I would just shade in that bar. So hopefully that's a great example of that. So let's take it deeper, though, with step four. So step four is the intention behind the goal. Now, we talked all about goals and intentions in episode 51. So if you really want to understand what the difference is between the two, why it matters, and how to really implement both in your business, then head on over to episode 51. But for now, we're going to use my example, my goal example, to show you how to do this. And you can just take your goal and do the exact same alongside me. So my goal is to change my business model to provide for more group coaching. That's what I want to do. My intention is how I want to feel once that goal has been achieved. So the way that I want to feel when this goal is achieved, there are a couple of different ways, but I identified energetic, connected, and I want to experience spaciousness. I want to feel spacious, like a lot of space, a lot of freedom, right? So energetic, connected, and spaciousness. And that matters because, it, well, for two reasons. So once you have the goal, the thing you want to do, and then you have the intention behind the goal, which is how you want to feel when you achieve it, you're able to do two things. So one is what I call every day, and then one is what I call process. So here's what I mean. I think it's really important. I'm going to just, this is just a, a very short bullet point of what was in episode 51. But stop waiting for an external goal to be realized to feel the way that you want to feel, right? We do that all the time. We say, when I reach this goal, I'll feel this way. But truthfully, the only way that you will attract everything that you need to reach that goal is to feel that way right now because like attracts like. So for example, if I want to feel energetic, connected, and spacious once my goal has been achieved, 
The only way that I'm going to achieve that goal is to feel energetic, connected, and spacious right now every single day. That's how I'll attract the people, opportunities, resources, everything that's needed to achieve that goal. So you need to, once you've identified your intention, how you want to feel when you reach your goal, you need to say, what can I do every single day to feel that way? (laughs) What are things that I could do daily to feel that way right now? So for me, I used, out of all the ways I want to feel, I picked one for this example. So I used connected. And I'm like, well, what can I do every day to feel connected? Well, I could text a friend. I could send a gift or a handwritten card. I could be disconnected from technology when I'm spending time with Chuck. I could spend more time in my free community, The All in Entrepreneur. If you're not a part of that on Facebook, go check it out, right? But I could be spending more time in there talking to members, connecting with members, setting up coffee chats with members. I could be scheduling social outings with my family, with my friends. I could call my mom every day, right? That's just an idea of some of the things that I could do to feel connected every day. So take some time and brainstorm now that you know the intention behind your goal. What could you do every day right now in alignment with your current time and your current money situation to feel that way now? And then you need to do those things, right, every day. But then the second thing is the process. So the first is every day, and that's what every day is. And now the next is process. And I'm sure you've heard me say this before. This is my favorite quote. It's from a book called Creating Money. But the process of getting there is the experience being there. So the process of getting there is the experience being there. Here's what I mean. A lot of people wait to reach a goal to have a certain experience. Once I'm making six figures in my business, then I'll have more time because then I can delegate more. Then I can spend more time with my family. Then I can travel more, right? But the truth is, right, that only becomes true if the process of getting to six figures is the experience you want to have once you've reached six figures. So, right, in the example I just gave, the experience that person would want to have when they reach six figures, is more time with their family, um, you know, more, what did I say? I don't even remember what I said. (laughs) But, But you get the idea, right? So they want more time with their family. They want to be able to delegate. They want to have more spaciousness in their day. So the only way that they're gonna have that when they reach six figures is to have that in their process of reaching six figures. So if the process of getting there is chaotic, is working around the clock, is stressful, then even when they reach six figures, that's the exact same way they're going to feel. It's still going to be chaotic. It's still going to feel stressful. They're still going to have to work around the clock because the process of getting to six figures was built on that, right? But if they want to feel spacious, if they want to be spending time with their family, then they need to make sure that their process provides for spaciousness, that their process prioritizes spending time with family. So you know your goal, you know your intention, which is how you want to feel when you've reached the goal, and you've asked yourself, what can I do every day to feel that way? But now ask yourself, how can I make the process of getting to the goal incorporate these feelings? So for me, using that example of connected, how can I feel connected in my process of changing my business model? Well, I could get feedback from current clients and current private clients and current members of my mastermind group from past clients. Um, I could pull my community. I could pull the all-in entrepreneur. I could pull all of you listening. I could do market research and really schedule some calls and go deep and ask what people people want more of and what they want less of and and get their feedback 
feedback on the ideas that I'm having. I can turn to my own. I'm in my own mastermind group where I'm a member, and I'm coached by my own coach, right? I could turn to my mastermind sisters. I could turn to my coach. I could connect with other people that I think are going to contribute to um you know, to the mastermind, and I could get their feedback. I can loop Chuck in, right? Part of this is to have more time with Chuck and travel with Chuck. So I could loop him in, and we could be setting goals together for when this is achieved. And that's just an example of what I could do in my process of changing my business model so that I'm incorporating that feeling, right? But now you know what to do. You have your goal. You identify how you want to feel when you reach that goal, and then ask yourself, what can I do every single day to allow myself to feel that way or those ways right now? And then also my process, how can I change or adapt or uh, change how or what I'm doing in my process to allow me to feel those ways right now in the process of getting to the goal? And then after you do that, Right After you have that, you can even go a little deeper. You can say, well, what do I need more of or less of to make that happen? And what decisions or beliefs need to be true? So here's just an example, and I think that's the best way to show you, and then you can do this with yours. So remember, my intention behind my – so my goal is to change my business model to allow for more group coaching – One of my intentions behind that goal is to feel more connected. So then I know what I could be doing every day to feel that way, and I know how I can change my process or what I should incorporate in my process to feel that way in the process. So then what do I need more of or less of based on those answers that I gave? More cards so I can and stamps so I can easily handwrite cards and send them out. Um, I need less screen time and more, you know, voice connection in person or maybe more video but less text, Um, more uh, connecting with the members of the All in Entrepreneur, more time with my friends, less television. During the past, like, month or two of COVID, I really got into a habit of kind of binging some stuff on Netflix when I'm not working. Um, But more time for market research, so that's less time for some of the other tasks that I'm doing in my business. So less working hours but more delegating. Um, the beliefs, right? What beliefs do I need to have for all of this to be true, to come to fruition? Well, beliefs that would be helpful are that time always expands for me, that I have time to do everything I want so that the groups, the private clients, it'll all work out. It'll all fit in and my life because I have plenty of time to do everything that I want. Done is better than perfect, right? I'm changing my business model. It's scary. I could easily get hung up on excellence and perfection. So done is better than perfect will be a great belief to have. Also, right, this is a little scary because going to groups means more people, working with more people. And so I need to have the belief that people love working with me. People love working with me and they always have a successful business. They can impact their lives, change their lives when they work with me and people love working with me. And then some decisions that I can make are to delegate, right? One of the things was I need less working time. I need more market research time. So I need to delegate some things. And I need to say no to certain things to make space, to make space for the groups that I want to have, to make space for this new schedule. So hopefully that'll help you work through the same. And then after you've done that, you can move on to the final step, step five. And step five is just about the support. Asking yourself what support you need to make all of this happen. So what people, what opportunities, what resources? You might have answers under all of them and you might not. For example, we'll just use mine as an example and you just keep going alongside me with yours, right? I need my community. I need members of the All in Entrepreneur. I need you, my podcast listeners, right? I really need that support because I'm gonna I'm gonna need feedback, right? So the support I need, what people do I need the support from? 
all of you, all of the members of the All-In Entrepreneur, my current clients, my past clients, um, my team, right, my online business manager and my community manager. I'm really going to need their support for more delegating. I'm in a mastermind group. I'm going to need the feedback of my mastermind sisters. I'm going to need the feedback of my own coach. I'm going to need other experts because part of what I want to do in my mastermind group incorporates other experts. And so I'm going to need their support. Um, in terms of resources, right, those would be things like what softwares? Well, I don't know yet because I haven't mapped out the logistics of the new mastermind groups, but it would be what softwares or what tangible products or what information, what training do I need to do anything, right? Opportunities could be like, well, where do I need to be to make this all happen? What introductions, what places, what events, what things do I need? So for your goal, ask yourself the same. Now that you know the goal and you know the intention and you know what you need to do every day and you know how to change your process to do it and you know what you need more of or less of overall and you know what beliefs and you know what decisions you need to make now you say okay and you know what actions you're taking towards the goal say great knowing all of that what people do I need to have support from maybe my spouse I need support from my spouse to say hey I need some space I'm going to need some time I'm going to need you to understand that I need to dip over here so that I have more time for you on the other side right um or I just need you to cheer me on or maybe I need stickers or maybe I need so what people can support you now that you know all of that what opportunities would be helpful to support you and what resources what things what softwares what tangible things do you need to help support you on all of this. It could be I need power sheets, right? Guys, it could be I need power sheets. <laughs> Go check that out at my affiliate link, please. They sell out. They're going to, in about the next month, they're going to be gone. So if you're thinking about it, you're going to want to check it out now. But it could be I just need my own visual tracking system. I need colored markers to create it. I need somebody to create it for me in Excel, right? Everything that you need to make this happen. So if you can just get in this process, right, of saying, okay, let me ask myself some questions for the pre-work so that I can identify the goal that I want. Let me make sure the goal is worded in the right way and let me break down every action I need to take to get there. Now let me categorize those actions in a way that I can easily measure the progress, you know, so group them monthly, weekly, or daily. Now let me have a visual way of tracking all of that. Cool. Now I'm going to identify the intention behind the goal so I can back this goal with an intention. And then I'm going to start doing every day things that will allow me to feel that way and always check in with my process to make sure it's incorporating the feelings I want to have. And then I have a list of all of the support I need so I can go ask for help. I can ask for the support I need. If you do this and only this, you are going to achieve almost every goal that you set. I mean, it's incredible. It's incredible how just following this process allows you to show up for the goal, allows you to show up consistently. Because again, it's not the goal. It's not knowing what to do or not to do. Sometimes it is. But really, it's what do I need to show up consistently? And it's that measuring the progress. It's having the clear intention behind it. It's asking for the support rate. This, these are the missing pieces, guys. This is what you need to be able to show up for your goal. So anyway, that is this episode of Break It Down. So I can't wait to hear. Be sure if you have any questions, email me at feedback at readamimidoit.com. Email me and let me know your goals, right? Email me and let me know what some things were that came up for you. What were some ahas? What's your intention behind the goal? The more you share with me, the more I can celebrate you, the more that I'm able to give you the support you need. And uh, catch next week's episode because I will be live coaching someone through this process. And oftentimes when we hear other people asking questions and going through a process, it really helps clarify. Maybe you'll be somebody that I live coach. I'm going to be live coaching people 
every couple of episodes. So if you think that you want some free coaching to help take your business to the next level, then email us at feedback at ritamamedoit.com. Let me know that you're interested in being on a future episode and being coached. Um, I would love to have you. And um, yeah, so that, that's really it, guys. I really want you to take this, break it down, implement it. You can do it today. And I promise if you do, you will be well on your way to stepping into that business and that life that fires you up. And I'll catch you next week on another episode of the Rita Mimi Do It Show. Hey, before you go, thank you for listening to my show. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please take a minute to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get your podcasts and leave a review. It'll only take you a second, but it will help other people discover the Rita Mimi Do It Show. And my goal is to share this business-boosting and life-changing content with as many people as possible. In fact, because I value your time so much, every month, one reviewer will win a free coaching call with me. So if you want to get laser-focused and go all-in on the results that you most want in your business, then leave a review now. And then head on over to readamamedoit.com where you can find the show notes from today's episode.